I started a sermon series living by faith and so I want to continue from where we stopped we said that there are different types of faith we say we have saving faith and we say that this is the faith that I exercise to get saved then we said we have submission faith and we say this is what Peter enjoyed and began to walk on water Peter said if it is you Lord bid me to come and I said when you submit yourself to God's word and you walk by it we call it the submission faith or submissive faith it means that you have submitted to the instruction of God's word so my faith is based on the fact that I have submitted to God's word so the man of God says come to church because God is about to do a, a special miracle even if God did not speak but the man of God stood in the pulpit in the name of God and spoke and you respond to the call of the man of God you have exercised your faith and God will honor your faith by what you just did are you, are you listening to me so that is the dynamics of faith when sometimes you hear people say oh the, all these pastors they come to church and they preach and they just want to take money from you uh, listen if as a believer you you walk to the altar because the man of God said God said and you release your faith the bible says if any man gives water to a prophet in the name of a prophet so even if the person is not a prophet but you are giving the water to him in the name of a prophet in other words you recognize that this is a prophet and so you are giving the person the water because of your recognition of the fact that he's a man of god the bible says god will honor you according to that faith of a man of god Do you understand what it means it means the blessing of a man of god will come upon you because you you responded by faith if you come in the name of god i'll give you the money except the holy spirit tells me that mm -hmm. the bible says if you are faithful to another man's god will give you your own my keyboardist david who is, who is getting scholarship all over the place he was coming from boom 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 he was using his own money to pick glorify and come and sometimes i'm very strict on them don't do this don't do that why are you doing this no i don't like this change it no pay him on. he's submitting to the man of god boom god gave him his own you either serve faithfully or you don't serve at all that is submission faith if you have submitted yourself your faith must tell you that when i pay the price god will honor me and trust you me i was a cameraman i was at the back and god placed grace on my life i have never lacked from the days when i was a cameraman till now this is my life oh papa when they are giving i give some and i give at the top i don't give down number three is what surrogate faith that is the faith that i use on behalf of another faith that i use on behalf of another is called surrogate faith so, yeah that's what the centurion used for his servant and then we have we said number four we have special faith we said this is what the holy spirit gives to you supernaturally to believe god for great things when god told us to do our 31st it was during covert time at the time it did not make sense we had just come back we're less than 50 we hired junction mall to organize a 31st program and spend 170,000 ghana cities there where did we get the money from someone say special faith someone say special faith and we have never looked back we keep doing more things for god 
that is a faith to believe God supernaturally it is an endowment of the Holy Spirit and I pray for you that the spirit of faith rests upon your life Amen. number five we have systematic faith that one I will go deeper at another time amen systematic faith uh, this is the faith that jesus taught we call it the abc faith it is that which you submit to the scriptural instructions of god i said what you submit to what the scriptural instructions of god i submit to the scriptural instructions of god we are told in john 16 23 that when we ask we will receive we are told that when we pray we should believe so there's asking there's believing there's also confession where the heart man believes with the mouth confession is made unto salvation put romans chapter 10 verse 10 there and number three we have demonstration show me your faith by your works for when the heart man believes unto righteousness and when the mouth confession is made unto salvation so the things i speak forth he says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof when i speak what god have said concerning a situation i am expectant that god will honor his word that a systematic faith that i'll go deeper into it and then we have endurance the bible says we should endure to the end when you endure he says you endure hardship as a good soldier persistence comes under endurance it's all part of the systematic faith which i said i'll go deeper then we said that when i am in faith there are five justifiable expectations that i must have number one we said that when i'm in faith i expect god to give me a plan of action i expect god to what give me a plan of action we said number two when i'm in faith i expect the favor of god and then we say that favor is when people use their access their influence and power to help advance my cause that there are certain things that we don't have to do it with our own strength but when i am exercising my faith i expect god to favor me and number three we said that when i'm in faith i expect the wisdom of god someone say the wisdom of god we said the wisdom of god is a correct application of the knowledge that i have received concerning the situation you remember you have asked for a plan of action so now i need the wisdom to execute my plan of action and then we said when i'm in faith number four i expect a miracle from god i expect what because i understand that supernatural things happen when i'm expecting god yeah, and supernatural things are things that god does that man cannot explain someone say we are recapping and then we said number five when i'm in faith expect strength from god to endure until change happens why because if i can believe god forever then i don't need to exercise my faith i expect strength from god to endure you know whatever you go through sometimes you you want you doubt have you ever come to that place where you want to help yourself before yeah there are times i want to give up as a pastor i, I look at the church i come church is not growing i'm like maybe i should just stop maybe maybe leave this church maybe maybe just go and start another church somewhere else the will of god although is for everybody does not automatically come to pass the will of god although it is for everybody it does not automatically come to pass but it is relative to the development of my faith. So
so when i develop my faith i come into the full expression and manifestation of god's will for my life what is god's will? god's will is that all men will be saved but will everybody be saved what do i have to do i have to obey the word of god by exercising my faith the bible says with the heart man believes with the mouth confession is made unto salvation the bible says seest thou a man skillful in his ways he shall not stand before mere men he shall stand before kings so god wants me to stand before kings but i must first be skillful how do i become skillful i must keep working on my craft until i have become very good at what i do and that one god will not do it for you i wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers that's god's will but how many of you know that if you keep bitterness in your heart you will never be happy how many of you know that god's will is that he says i wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers but if you eat junk food and you don't exercise my wife and i used to watch my 500 pounds body or something the guy has been eating and eating and eating and whenever they take them him to the hospital the mother took every money that they got they went to whatever the doctor will say they won't they won't live by it and when the guy calls his mother bring me my food the mother will bring the doctor says don't do it the mother will do it because i love him i want him to be happy the guy died so the doctor had the solution but as long as you will not listen to the instruction nothing happened hallelujah in ezekiel chapter 22 verse number 30 so he says the will of god although it is for everybody it does not come to pass automatically but it's relative to the development of my faith ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30 he said i sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that i should not destroy it but i found no one so god's will was not to destroy but god needed somebody to stand in the gap when you come to the place of prayer you must come to the place of prayer and stand in the gap for your family so if there are things that keep repeating itself it is because something has not been dealt with in your family god's will is that i have a glorious future but i can use my will to override god's will by not disciplining myself and misbehaving and what if i slept with her and she had gotten pregnant then i would have had a child out of wedlock and all that i would do in this life will go from left to right right to left and most of the time some of the things we call demonic that i'm under attack you are not under attack it is the way you talk everything you will say every food you put your hand in everything you will eat some it gives you problems now i don't concern myself with matters that does not concern me so if you don't tell me your problem and ask me to help you i will not because if you have not been invited i have no business coming there sometimes we run around all over the place we go here we go there we go here we go we have no business going where we are going and when we have problem we blame god god why did he send you there Turn to your neighbor and ask him i better go did god send you understand these seven things to know about faith one problems are resolved by faith number two potentials are realized by faith pleasing god is reached by faith problems are resolved by faith potentials are realized by faith pleasing god is reached by faith the power of god is released through faith plagues are removed through faith provisions are raised through faith and satan is rebuked through faith you need to know these things the promises of god are received by faith problems are resolved 
by faith in other words your problem that you have you can only resolve it by faith sometimes when you go to solve problems between married people it's a big issue nobody wants to resolve it because they they, they say that pastor if i forgive him he'll repeat it again problems are resolved pastor look at my age which man will love me again i have children it will shock you that because you have children that is why somebody will marry you there used to be a guy and his wife in this church the lady had a, 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 a daughter the guy met the small girl crossing the road he had a car and the girl had closed from school and she was sweating he parked the car and said where are you going he says i'm going he says can i take you to your house i'm not a bad person the small girl sat in the car the guy took the girl to the house that was when he met the, the lady and when he met the lady he liked the girl and from the little girl he liked the mother and today they are married the god we serve he does mysterious things and don't think everybody is looking for a woman who has never given birth it will shock you i met a guy in this church who said to me i should find him a wife who doesn't want one children you see we need to understand something the common denominator between a victorious christian and a defeated believer is faith why because the enemy always attacks your believing the enemy always attacks what your believing it is what you believe that the enemy attacks as a believer what do you believe in see when i started as a cameraman my house was in abosokai don't know if you know where christ temple is i see you see christ temple you have to go up going to zongo junction that's where i used to stay yet i was going coming to church at sakumono and i was in church always before 7 30. one scripture if you are faithful to another man's god will give me my own and my own god has given me it's what you believe in i was a giver in church i said it is not good to only only believe i can give i must give so so i began to stretch my faith every time i wanted to sow myself out of poverty and i did whenever somebody was getting ready to marry i sow into their life when i got married i had too much money somebody bought me a ticket to go for honeymoon people paid for their honeymoon expenses why i've been sowing into people's life i'm enjoying it is there something that you have come to believe in about god's word that you are holding on to and living by it because problems are solved or resolved by faith because the power of god is released through the engagement of your faith because plagues are removed through faith because provisions are raised through faith provisions the things you need the supply the resource the logistics you need for the fulfillment of your prophetic destiny they are only released through faith mark chapter 9 verse 23 the bible says if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes mark 9 23 you see believing is a matter of your will please write that statement down believing is a matter of your will believing is what a matter of your will i dare to believe god believing is a matter of your will number two believing has a criteria that must be satisfied believing number one is a matter of your will number two believing has a criteria that must be satisfied are you listening to me 
What it means is you don't just believe. Like, you know, somebody can believe, Irene, somebody can be believing that I am supposed to be the person's husband. Oh, did I tell you the story where a woman was, was praying with a, a certain woman, very rich woman, and she said to me that we should pray because there's a man that she believes is her, her soulmate, that that is the man that God has willed for her. So I said, so we began to pray. I said, I don't know. So how is it going? Then she said to me, but I wanted to tell you, you know, you know, it's that kind of relationship where you know that the man is in a wrong marriage and that's not God's will. Hallelujah. Believing is a matter of your will. Believing has a criteria that must be satisfied. Holiness without which you cannot see God. It's a believing God that has a criteria that must be satisfied. He says, who shall ascend unto the mountain of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? Let him that has clean hands. When your hands is not clean bros you can't stand before god see believing determines my faith why because unmet criteria cancels my believing when you don't meet their criteria for your believing it cancels the believing it must be met there are standards husbands love your wife so that your prayers may not be ended if you want free money from god if you want free car from god if you want success on every side the Bible says, love your wife. How do I love you? He says, I love your wife and give yourself to her. In other words, don't let it be me, myself, and I. When it becomes me, myself, and I, God will not hear your prayer. Because believing God does not require sense rem evidence. Everything will be contrary, but I believe. So what does it mean? It means that the word of God is my evidence. God has said it. I believe it so shall it be john chapter 20 verse 29 jesus said you believe because you have seen me he says blessed are those who believe without seeing me john 20 29 so jesus say you are blessed when you don't see me but you believe someone say i believe god See, brothers and sisters, we always have an adversary who tries to talk us into doubting and, and unbelief. We, we have an adversary. He's always there. He wants, he wants us to doubt him. He, he wants us to, do, to doubt God. He wants us to, to not believe God. You look at your age. Charlie, I'm aging you know, Who is coming? The enemy always argues with our mind. So when we want to do the right thing, he argues. He gives us a reason not to believe God for what we are believing. He looks at you and says, look at your age. Look at your biological clock. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 16, NIV. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Please put on the screen. He says, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So the enemy shoots arrows. Now, now everybody look at me. Look at me, everybody. Let me show you how it looks like. The enemy stands at a, 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 at, at a distance. And he looks at your life. Then he shoots an arrow with fire. In ancient times, that's what they used to do because the buildings were all made of hay. They used to use dry uh, leaves to do it. So he shoots it so that what was supposed to be a covering, the people live in the houses. He shoots it so that he sets the building on fire. When he sets the building on fire, you will come out of the building, then he can attack you. The enemy always sends thoughts. He sends ideas. He brings circumstances that will let you come out of your covering, which is God's word, which is your faith in God. When you come out of believing God, then he can attack you. Be careful of people's suggestions. The things you believe in, sometimes people can come and suggest things to you, it will change your mind. So you have to pay your tithe. Then the enemy is saying, ah, but you have not paid your children's school fees. God understands. 
I know of a guy who is now a pastor in one church, and he was not living right. So I told him that you have to live right. He says, God understands. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things are passed away. You see, when you begin to justify why you should live in sin, you will live in sin. And it is not from God. Praise the Lord. If you need deliverance, humble yourself and let them pray and cast it out for you. You have a sexual appetite and you are doing masturbation. Come and let me deliver you. And after your deliverance, go and burn all the pornography materials you have. You delete, but you keep going back to the place. It starts with little, little, little. And I pray for you today that you be disciplined and you will not misbehave. And that is believing God. Someone say believing God. You see, the enemy always comes against us in different ways. Number one, by the corruption of statistical arguments. By the corruption of what? Statistical arguments. What do I mean by by the corruption of statistical arguments? The enemy comes to you and show you the statistics. But statistics are not the truth. Are you listening to what I'm saying? He shows you a fact this is a fact that is a fact that when you marry and you get to a certain point and your wife is not giving birth go out there ah look at this pastor he has done that look at this person he gives you statistics of why believing god is not worth it he corrupts your believing by a statistical argument at this age he should have been married now that you're not married you see the only married men are coming help yourself oh they are, they are all the same all pastors are the same. all married people they have problems they are all not happy you are lying come and ask my wife marriage they jump don't think everybody you know you know elijah had this problem he came to god and said i am the only one saving you god said bros don't lie to yourself <laughs> there's more who have not bowed to Baal. don't think that you are only the only one the enemy was attacking he said kill me because i'm the only one left the enemy came against him by the corruption of his statistical argument and i pray that you will not allow the enemy to corrupt you by by statistical arguments hallelujah number two the enemy comes against us by the corruption of sense realm argument the enemy makes argument based on the sense realm you know you know you you have to use your mind to win you know don't believe the, all these things this person be, be careful number three the enemy comes against us with the corruption of science argument so the enemy comes and you look at your body there's a sickness there's a disease yeah hey this thing would kill me mm, mm, when i check this my leg no 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 don't look at the signs i'm looking at myself uh, I'm standing in the mirror. You look at your environment. How long will it take? Like there was a time I used to, I used to say, Ah, God, are you sure you will use me? Because all these men of God, they started ministry in their twenties. I've passed twenty. I've entered thirty. I'm passing thirty. When am I starting the church? How can this church grow in a short time? It, it's not possible now. Sense argument. Do you know when NSPPD became big? COVID. COVID time. The guy broke through in ministry during COVID when they shut down churches. Does it make sense that he has one million followers? Pastor Joe, Joe Ezio. Papa, he has one million followers. It means that, see, it took uh, Pastor E.A. Adeboye many, many, many decades to get one million people to follow him. From COVID time to now, it's been two years, right? It took two years to gather one million people across the nations of the world by not going anywhere staying in his room they send him money they send him everything now presidents are meeting him and he goes wearing shirt and and trousers see don't use science to determine what god can do when he can do how he can do when i was in icgc i was a big boy the church had three thousand people so if somebody will give me money is it not that that place they didn't give me nothing christmas will, uh, will happen 
3,000 people in the room. Sometimes one person will bring me a token. 200 cities. 100. All the 3,000. Nothing. I left there. Few people. I have more money. I have more gift. I have more of everything. Don't look at the signs to believe God. Believe God and he will, he will do what he has to do because the enemy would always corrupt you with signs argument. He will argue with you based on the signs on the wall. This is not the best time to conceive. Is he God? My daughter Selassie in children's church. The doctor said the baby in the womb doesn't have water around the baby. She was pregnant at the time. There's no water around the baby. So she should come. They will remove the baby or the baby will already die in the stomach. She came to tell me, I said, is it the doctor who put the baby in the womb? If you stop that nonsense, they shouldn't say what they don't know. If you've gone to school and you're using statistics of somebody, it doesn't mean all is the same. Sister, take water and drink. They said there's no water. Drink water. Water will go around the baby. She drank water. The baby is Adepa. That the little girl that is working there. Don't let science. Please, it's time we stop using our common sense to think. It doesn't work. And then the enemy also uses the corruption of specialists. The corruption of what? Specialist argument. They tell you that they are special. They are the expert opinion. Hear me, child of God. When it comes to fighting God, there is no expert opinion. The just shall live by faith. There's no expert opinion. Ministry is done. Eh? I've tried all sorts of things. <laughs> if you are looking for an answer, me and my wife, we went to Sinel. We went to where? We went to where? We went to where? all of them. They, they said that without the endometriosis, go, without you going through surgery to remove the endometriosis, there was no way you get pregnant. You know, so did you do surgery? Hmm? We got the baby without struggle. We are just enjoying ourselves, enjoying ourselves, morning, afternoon, evening, enjoying ourselves, enjoying grace, watching TV, eating, enjoying ourselves. Team, Eliza came. The doctor said, "Where did we go? We're in the room." enjoying grace My brothers and sisters listen to me he said, don't let specialists deter you live by faith it's not special don't let expert opinions determine your life that this one god can do they are not god that's why their name doesn't end with god the last one is the corruption of satanic argument that is the the continuous bombardment that satan brings against you to do whatever he has to do until you abandon your faith he bombards you satan will do everything he he brings one problem one problem one problem all he's doing is that you are abandoning the faith <laughs> i was into a, a preacher who said that there was a guy who he lost his job he lost his job he was just still trusting god and so he was going somewhere for 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 a job opportunity whilst he was going he rained whilst he rained he was driving in the car and then he burst his tire he burst his tire he fixed the tire he was going he got to a point he was involved in a car accident and let me let me surprise you so he called the police the police came they came to to do the scene and so when the police left arm robbers came to rob him of everything so the guy says i'm wondering how much more I can take without breaking? Tell me, tell, tell me is a bad devil. He moves you from one problem to the other, one problem after the other. He wants you to abandon your faith. I'm not abandoning my nothing. Last week or last two weeks, one of my people came to tell me some some nonsense thing. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Ah! I look at the time. I look. I'm like, how can you do this at this hour when I need you the most? What was it? To abandon the work. That, 
this thing because right at the beginning i'm wondering this year do we go to 31st day do we do we do we Charlie, there's too much money involved this stress am i willing to go through the stress just to abandon their faith so the person i thought should be doing the right thing has also abandoned the work what is the enemy doing you want to get to me me you can't get to me easily like that if you get me irene will slap me back into faith you see satan exploits our experiences and situations and in our temporal disappointments and disheartening state makes us think that the promises of god cannot be trusted satan always makes us think the promises of god cannot be trusted but that what we need to understand is that trusting god's promises in those difficult situations that his promises are true is what activate and manifest the miraculous what i mean is that satan is always looking for an opportunity to exploit our experiences and situations when we go through bad experiences but in that in the midst of that situation if you can trust god in those situations and hold the promises of god that is when the divine purposes of god that is when the miraculous of god that is when the promotion and the glory of god is manifested in your life but it only happens when you believe god even in the midst of difficult situations so you see the world is going through certain challenging seasons and everybody is wondering god where are you god where are you god where are you and many of us are going through faith-shaking events but we need to understand certain things number one understand that the enemy works with thoughts so there are things that shake our faith number one when we experience delays it shakes our faith number two when we are attacked by diseases whether ourselves or our family members it shakes our faith number three when we go through disasters disasters shake our faith number four when we go through disappointments and failures it affects our faith number five when we go through defects defects you give birth to a child and then there's a birth defect or you, you go through all you yourself you discover that there's something wrong with your organ or something it shakes your faith number four death shakes our faith number five defeat shakes our faith i've said so many things i mentioned one to it so number one delays shake our faith number two disease shake our faith number three disasters and shake our faith number four disappointments shakes our faith number five defects shakes our faith number six death shakes our faith and number seven defeat shakes our faith i want to end with these statements we need to understand the following faith shaking moments are common to the human experience understand this the faith shaking moments are common to the human experience understand the following one faith shaking events do not close the door to future opportunities number two faith shaking moments do not cancel the ultimate plan of god for your life number three faith shaking moments do not compromise your personal worth and value the fact that your faith is shaking it does not compromise your personal worth and value what does it mean god god has not changed his mind the fact that you are going through difficulty does not mean god doesn't love you it does not mean you are not worth anything to god it doesn't make you worthless because you are going through faith taking moments that you are going through trials and you are even questioning whether god is there or not it doesn't change god's love for you the bible says the steadfast love of the lord never ceases his message shall never come to an end they are new every morning for great is his faith 
faithfulness. God is faithful. And when you go through faith-shaking moment, where you the enemy wants you to question God and everything, he, God says that no matter what you go through, when you go through the fire, I'll be with you. When you go through the waters, I'll be with you. Faith-shaking moment doesn't cancel the ultimate plan of God for your life. Last one. Faith-shaking moments do not cause God to disown you or forsake you. So the fact that I'm going through faith shaking moments and my faith is shaking and sometimes I'm wondering God are you there or not when your faith shakes Jesus said this to Peter he says Simon Simon he says Satan has desired to sift you like wheat he says Satan has desired listen on to sift you like wheat he says but I have prayed for you that your faith fails you not he says and when thou art converted strengthen your brethren hallelujah Amen. hallelujah Amen. god bless you god bless you god bless you how many of you have been blessed by what i preach have faith in god it means the faith shaking moment will come but don't compromise don't give up don't let the devil win god is saying when you slip and you fall i don't disown you i don't but get back get back get back to faith i want you to close your eyes and begin.